for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host and the human leader of the android underground, Matt Lee. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Thursday, February 22nd, 2012, episode 22 of Attack of the Androids. My name's Matt. Joining me this evening, a fabulous cast. Jeremy, what's up, man? Yo. Seth, what's up, man? Good to be here. (laughs) Joey, what's up, man? Hello, everybody. It's a good night to be talking about Android. Android, what's up? Attack at the androids.com. Every Thursday, we record this show posted, usually by the weekend, sometimes. When, when I have time. We, we get it up there. Uh, you guys can always email us show at attackoftheandroids.com. Check out all of our wonderful reviews and news and how-tos over on groovypost.com and a new domain, uh, .net. Uh, we got Eric with us in the chat because he can't figure out how to get his Skype to work. So um, he'll just be leaving comments randomly here or there uh, in the in the chat. So enjoy that. Um Can someone read them in dramatic fashion? I'll read them in Shakespearean fashion. Wonderful. I'm I'm not really gonna. I like your comment about the Droid Razor Max, and I would like to start out Attack of the Androids this evening with that. Okay. I completely agree. Why are you shortchanging us with, like, 10 milliamp batteries and then being like, oh, but if you pay us $50 extra, you can have this one. Matt, we got to go back because the listeners aren't going to know what my comment was. Oh. So the comment that I threw into the chat was, I don't know if any of you out there have, have seen um, the commercials that, that Motorola is really pushing, the new Droid Razor Max and their crazy like 19-hour battery life. And I can get through all day and all night, and now I'm more powerful and my business runs better and all these great things that they're saying. Well, they just came out with the Droid Razor. What is it about the Droid Razor Max that brings it from, you know, like a six to eight hour usage time to 19 hours. What are they doing differently that gives it somewhere between two and three times the battery life? Putting a if, real battery in it? Well, think about how, how thin it is. You know, and, that, and, and if you've looked at the pricing on that phone, it's not that much different. So they're doing something. And it's something that doesn't cost that much more. And, and thus it's something that could be on all phones. And do I want to know what it is. Do you think they released the original and got some sort of insight between that point and this and th- that enabled them to somehow get that much battery life on top of it is a, a larger milliamp battery right I'm, I'm sure it is but it, it it's more than that it, it's got to be more than that and i don't have the answer i'm just venting my frustration well, that's understandable. That's like with the the whole going back to the Transformer Prime thing. Like they the pre-orders go out and then CES happens and they Asus announces the TF701, which is like, "Oh, we fixed everything that sucked about the original Transformer Prime." And it's like not even out yet, you know, and they're they're announcing and I don't know, that's that's just that's the cycle, right? The iteration cycle. I guess. But when you're just when you're like, oh, here's our new version. We put a, a we put a real battery in it. You know, the battery that we should have, especially with that phone, because you can't swap out um, a, a higher capacity battery. Like what you get is what you get with it, right? The razor. I don't know. There's is no. Re- is that the yeah, case? there's there's no removable battery on the razor. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the case. Yeah, you right. can't remove the battery. There's no crying in Droid Razor. That's that's how they got it so thin, is what they said. That they they had to have a non-removable battery to make it that thin. So, so what do you think? I've well, heard, I've... I, I mean, Matt, like you were saying, I think that. I mean, every company has already said that they've been iterating too fast. 
Um, they've all sort of admitted that, and they're all trying to cut back on. The well, hold on cycle. though. Hold on. Are are they iterating too fast, or are the contracts too long? Well, that that may be it. But let's just set the contract thing aside for a second, because honestly, I don't know if I don't know if contract if if manufacturers like if HTC cares so much about contracts, although they would price sell more phones if they didn't have them so long. Well, um, or if, that aside for a second. Okay. What's that? Uh, I was going to say, or if they planned accordingly. But yeah, set that. Just set that aside for a sec. Well, two years is way too long. I mean, because you know, well, think, that's no what I'm saying. Contract, right? I mean, every, every, I mean, every, you know, there's a, probably an even number of people coming up for a new contract any time of the year. Maybe a little bit heavier or Christmas, something like that. But um, there's probably almost always an equal number. So manufacturers, to me, it seems like they can't really plan. They just have to. Pl- they just have to have the best phone on the market at any given time, so that those customers who are up for a renewal then are, will buy their phone. But anyways, my my point is is that, you know, I think everyone has been saying that they've been having, um, that they've been producing too many phones and they're starting to cut back on the number, except Samsung because they've already sort of done a, um, they've already been doing sort of this one release a year. And I think that, I think that makes sense. I think that would stop a lot of this, these problems. And that probably would also stop, I mean, like, think about it. If if Motorola was on that sort of uh, mindset, they wouldn't have. They would never have released the Droid Razor original. Would have waited two months and released the Max. You know, with with a great so that would last one year or be competitive maybe for six to eight months. Right. It's what Apple um, does, but not so intense, not so extreme. Right. I, although, although I do think that one of Android's good points is that they do. They are. You know, let's say Apple releases a phone. What did they release it this year? Like in September, wasn't that when the five the 4S came out. I forget something like that. Maybe October. Um, and then uh, um, it's nice to be able to, if you're now if you're like in June or something and you're four months away, but you kind of want a new phone now. Android offers you the ability to have like the best and most you know current without waiting four months for the the next iPhone. You know what I mean? So there are some benefits and trade offs, I guess. Sure. Well, let's. While we're talking about that, what about the the uh, Android 5.0s coming out in the second quarter? Maybe not necessarily to us, but like, is it weird that you Ice Cream Sandwich 4.0 is barely out on what like two percent of Android devices? And I mean, I get again, you have to iterate, but is this the 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 carriers not updating quick enough. We saw a piece about Motorola and why it's going to take them a long time to get all of their devices up to to speed to handle Ice Cream Sandwich. And now you know if you release five, then you're going to release six and then seven. And a lot of us are still back here on three or not three, but two or four. And is that further fragmentation? Is that how do you deal with that? I don't know. I, I think we're going to get to a point where iteration slows down. And I think that we just kind of need to ride it out. But can, can I offer my conspiracy theory of the week? Oh, absolutely. Wouldn't be so OTA without. We've heard, we heard Eric Schmidt say that, or imply um, a couple of weeks ago, that there was going to be more or less the Nexus version of a tablet. Right. And it would make sense that that would be com- be coming from Motorola. Well, now that that got okayed, right? Didn't they get? Right. Are we waiting? Well, on I'm what? sure that they've been working together behind the scenes. I mean, you don't just kind of wait. Sure, for that sure. To happen. You have your contingencies, of course. Right. But I wonder if that's what Android 5.0 is going to be. It's probably not going to be. It's probably going to be like a dot one release. You think it's going to but... be like an in between, like three was? Like this is going to be just for no, tablets? I, I mean, is that like, what you're saying? Or? Like two one to two two to two three. Right, right, right. I mean, those were incremental upgrades. They weren't as substantial as two three to four, or two three to three. Right. So maybe that's how five is coming out. Maybe they're going to do the same kind of thing that they they did with with Honeycomb, and it's not going to be fully public. And they're going to design it for one device only, which saves them a lot of coding. Right, and it's going to come out on something from Motorola, and then they get sued by Apple for copying their business model, <laughs> jocking their sure. their stees. It's terrible. And then you know it comes out second or third quarter from other devices. 
So let's talk about real quick about uh, what's what's up with Motorola and the the Android OS upgrade uh, issues. Uh, this is from PC well, World. Man. Oh, what? What? Oh, I just want to I just want to say one more thing about that. Um, oh no, please. Android five thing. Oh, yes. Jeremy, we're gonna say something. We'll get back to that, but oh, sure, go ahead. It was not. Oh, I was gonna say, um, I, you know, right now that's just one rumor from Digitimes, you know, which isn't the. I mean, it's not a bad source. It's not the best source. Well, um, sure. I would say. Right now, that sounds pretty fishy to me. That rumor, you know, especially because especially because it comes out with the strange attachment of saying it's going to be dual booting to like for Windows phones. I mean, Windows um, tablets, so that you know, I don't know why Android, which is you know dominant, would try to do this dual boot to allow manufacturers to put you know Windows and Android on, which would make it would seem like Android would then be like maybe the the light skin on top of the really heavy lifting Windows, you know, tablet operating system. I mean, that's, I feel like that's what people would have in their mind that they go to a, if they go to a store and see a, you know, Windows 8 tablet with Android dual boot, you know what I mean? They'd be like, oh, Android is sort of the, that'd be sort of the thing when I, if I just want to check my email, but Windows would be the, like, the really heavy, you know, heavy duty operating system. So I don't, I don't see any reason why Android would dual boot with Windows. Um, that seems, that seems really strange to me. Um, so that whole report about a new system coming out in, I mean, whole, you know, Android 5 coming out in the second quarter seems... Um, Fishy. I mean, maybe if it was 4.5 or something like that, or, uh, you know, it was just sure. a, with a little, maybe the Chrome integration makes great sense to me. You know, I could see them putting a a dot, you know, issue um, with Chrome integration, which is basically just ice cream sandwich with some, like I said, Chrome stuff in it. But uh, I I can't see a whole new revamp, especially after Android 4 was such a, a pretty major upgrade, you know? Yeah. Hello. Well, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, well, that's Jeremy, all I'm going to Back to a point that Jeremy made just a few minutes ago, um, I agree that I think iteration is going to slow down because I think at some point we're going to reach that point where people just say, all right, this is good enough. And there will be there will continue to be iteration, but it will be per, it'll be closer and closer to perfection. It'll be more and more about bug fixes and less and less about new features. So, do you think now that it's ICS, everything will be built on that up, or are they going to redo it again? Because I think ICS is pretty stable now, or it could be, it will be. I I think what will happen is they will get to a point where. Maybe not four, maybe not five, maybe not even six, but they'll get to a point where they've got so many features built into the operating system that other people are having that other people would have to write in as patches to older versions that it makes more sense to upgrade your hardware to run the newer version, even if it costs you a little bit more money, and right. save it on the development side. Hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Hmm. Okay. Well, so maybe so- by the time we hit Android seven or Android eight. What will happen is everybody will have been drug along, and we won't be carrying the two, three, five versions that we are now. That would. Be- that's what. That's the biggest single problem I think with Android is 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 that because there have been so many iterations, and because each one has had such huge adoption, it's because there is a huge market out there with with each variation that's gone along. It's because each iteration has its own set of phone hardware handsets that go with it. And maybe not all of those get brought along to the next iteration. So you're always having these legacy devices left behind that you maybe don't want to support. Right, and that's that's my point. Is that at some point they're going to sign the the manufacturer is going to get together and say, you know what, it's not worth our cost to support this older version. So we're going to build the hardware in ahead so that it will run the next version. You know, two or three versions down the road, it's going to have room to do that. It's going to be software upgradable, similar to the way a PC is, in sure. that you can usually go one version into the next operating system. Well, let's talk about two versions back where most of Motorola's devices are. Um, their Zoom Wi Fi is the only device that has received 4.0 so far, right? Uh, the Zoom Family Edition is the only US device scheduled for an update in the first half of the year. Five other devices will get it in the third quarter the atrix 4g the atrix 2 the photon 4g the zyboard 8.2 and the zyboard 10.1 what do you think of the zyboard is that's i like the shape just because it's different <laughs> but um i don't know i mean comparing it to the prime like uh, have any of you guys got your hands on one yet no no anyone 
No, I, I haven't. So I'm fun. considering getting one just so I can participate in these conversations. I know, right? You or either that, <laughs> or you need to just do what Joey does and just go hang out at the the, the local Verizon store and just play with it and write your review while you're there. Har, har, har. I should do that. So can I hang out with your phone for an hour and a half? <laughs> I'll be right here. Uh, Motorola promised that its latest phones will get ICS, including the Bionic, the Razer, the Razer Max, and the Droid 4, but those devices, along with nine other U.S. phones and tablets, are listed as evaluation and planning, with no release timing given. That's sad. That's so sad. Yeah, I know, I know I'm a little late to the conversation. Hey, hey. Oh my hey. lord! Who's that guy? Eric, welcome. What's up, man? I don't know. Hey, not much, man. I I just gotta say, as a as a photon owner, I read that news about like Q three for ice cream sandwich, and uh, I mean that's just pathetic. Just this morning, I put CM nine on my phone, and you know what? I'm happy. Screw Motorola. I don't need their, you know, I don't need their table scraps. Yeah, what's up now? Do you think though now that it's Google, Rolla? What what are what are people calling that? It's Google. Rolla, um, is that going to be any better? Is the next Nexus device going to be Motorola and just going to be completely awesome? Is it going to be yes. a new iteration of the Zyboard or something? Yes. Completely open, open-aired, just loving life out here, unlocked bootloader and all. God. I don't. I don't know why it wouldn't be. If it's not, then that is going to be the biggest slap in the face. What that, do you think? Uh, I think any of us could ever expect. What do you think of the white Galaxy Nexus? Is that is that another shot at Apple? Like, what's up now? Ours is white too. Why is that even news? I don't know, right? Because some like s- I like like did they miss they missed their mark on the advertising because they they were like, well, look, Apple does it, but Android people don't really care about that, right? Do we, uh, well, I do mean, we care? Do we care about we that? We didn't spend, what was it, a year being promised a white phone that, you know, it's just, I mean, that's that's the whole iPhone, Apple ecosystem, you know, it, it's it's marketing by denial. We've got this thing, you can't have it yet. We've got this thing, have you guys seen that South Park episode where Cartman buys yep. a theme park? I got a theme park, but you can't come, you, can, yep. you know, and it creates demand. Exactly, but we've had colored phones. I mean, you can get pink and purple and the Whoa. the Droid Two R Two D Two and and all these other options. You know, and, it just seemed I mean, funny the way it was presented. Like, ooh, look! Just if you want a different color, get a can of paint. Man up, <laughs> man up, and mod. I mean, it is a Nexus device. Well, the GSM models hey, at guess, least. Hey guys, can I, can I ask a question? Um, I, you know, you guys no. know a lot more about coding than I do. I'm not like a hardcore coder, but why couldn't Google do something like, um, why couldn't they do something like Windows? I, I mean, just just before you jump on that, just do you like want to disconnect him or, or should you... I? No, no, so let, let's, let's see where he's going with this first. Okay, no, okay. we're we're like um, you know all the hardware. Like I can buy any sort of video card I want. I can buy. A hard drive. I can buy, and it all would all work. I could install any version because of Windows Seth, I want on it, right? Seth, and, Seth, listen. Yeah. Because yeah. people don't want to have to solder little tiny boards to make their phone work. That's why. No, I don't think that's where he's going with that, though. Oh. Okay. No, huh? Yeah, I just mean like if Windows can run on many different right. chip. Well, I, I mean, yeah, chips that can run on AMD and it can run on Intel and things like that. You're talking about drivers, and I see what you're saying, and I've actually had this, the same the same question. Um, and if I can paraphrase what you're saying, you're asking why can't the Android OS come out without the drivers being compiled into the kernel? That yeah, a, and then we just bare bones right, and you just those drivers, right? Right, um, exactly. And then you would just buy whenever Google releases a new thing, you would just maybe I don't know if you'd pay Google because it's open source, but you know something you'd pay <clears throat> you just download the newest version of it and put it on your phone and it would work. You know what I mean? It's I, I think the, the if I was the phone manufacturer, the reason I wouldn't want to do that is because now I've got a few problems. One, I've got the issue of the consumer having the ability to screw with the phone at another level. Um, two, I've got the possibility of conflicting updates. Like, let's say 
I release a driver set that doesn't update properly or or let's say that drivers are granular you know so for example I, sure. you know across three of our phones we've got the same display and so we release a display adapter driver and what if that conflicts with the Wi-Fi driver on one of those models so now you you're in terms of testing you've got a much more complex testing and development model and this is the exact reason why Windows has been successful and why Linux has been successful, but it's also the source of a, a huge amount of the frustration. Right. I mean, if any of you guys remember, let's say, Windows 95 through 2000, <laughs> you know, the majority of stability issues came from poor drivers or not updating drivers or things like that. So if you want to put together a single package that you know everything about it. I mean, you know the hardware, you know the software, you know exactly how they're going to work together. And for years, this is what I always said Apple did right, that Microsoft never could because they didn't produce the hardware. Apple can say, you know what, we're going to make Mac OS or, you know, whatever, and we know exactly what things it's going to run on. And if we have a model family that it's not going to run well on, well, you know what, sorry, people, your Mac from six years ago is not going to work for this, and we just code that in no. Well, okay, hold on a minute. Right. First of all, you, you guys are all making the assumption that everyone wants to have a PC in their pocket. And they do. Are they, you no, kidding? No, 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 no. Whoa, whoa. What they want is the power to consume and create content in their pocket, and they want the reliability of a toaster. Okay, and take out one of your toaster breaks, pocket, get another one. Take out the toaster part, and that's what a PC is. Right, but that's my point, is that they, they want the proverbial cake and eat it too, in that they want to be able to have all of that power and have none of the responsibility. So what we're evolving towards is very powerful smartphones that have as limited number of options to edit the operating system as possible, so it will be the most reliable, consistent as possible, and they will have the most power as possible because they will be optimized but they will have very little user interaction, or at least with maintenance functions. And that's what people want. If you ask the generic person on the street, or, or, if, or you ask, for instance, my dad, uh, he will tell you, I don't care what it is or what it does, I just want it to work. That's true. That's that whole, that whole demographic. And that so whole demographic allows... is bigger than you think. No, and so it this is. Allows, um, so Joy, what you're saying is that like, this takes control over it allows them to make it more stable or something like that. Well, what I'm saying is that by by e either by going in a um, an Apple-esque direction where you have hardware, software, everything done by the same manufacturer, or when you have a, uh, a drivers written into the kernel for a specific uh, – in other words, you have to build the OS for the device – uh, you you lock down and optimize things to make it a better experience for the user with fewer problems, and that's what people want. They'll sacrifice the options and the control in order to have stability, reliability, and, and low cost. Right. Well, good. <laughs> Which, by the way, flies in the face of everything I want. So, <laughs> Early it's adopter, just, uh... cutting edge craziness i'm just trying to think of ways to you know this whole it's just such a bad system right now i mean i was trying to think of ways to you know for for the photon like eric's saying to get uh, not get upgraded until you know a third quarter which is almost a full year after android 4.0 came out you know like it's that's just i almost just feel like i almost feel like they have to do they they have to get to a point where they're like all right Here's a new phone for everybody that has one of these legacy devices. Everybody else, you're fine. And then they can move everyone forward at once. It's almost so effed that that's how it has to happen, you know? Like, that's how extreme it has to be. Almost as if you're switching carriers. I was going to say, I, gotta, I have to place a lot of the blame on the carriers at this point. Because, like, in the example of the Photon... If like 10 to 12 guys working part-time without access to the source code can get a nearly perfect working version of the operating system on a phone in a month, 
then what the hell are they what what are these what are Motorola and the carriers doing because they Seriously. don't care they have the protection that is the contract you're stuck if you I... screw your phone up you're stuck with it tough tough titties there there i think there's something else back there and i don't know if we really want to go down this road i'm i'm happy to uh Too if, late. if we get bored with this somebody yell at me the the people working on CyanogenMod or any of the other ROMs, Liberty, whatever, they're working on it because they love it, because they're passionate about it. It's not their job. Exactly. Mm. And there, there's a there's result that's going to come from that, and they don't have to answer to anybody. You know, you can, you know, I've not personally worked on an open source project, but I can code the crap out of whatever I want and throw it back in, and somebody can say, oh, yeah, we'll accept that, and we'll put that code in, or oh, no, we won't. Whereas if I'm working at Samsung, I've got meetings and I've got to you know plan stuff and then I've it's got not a, you know, so fun anymore. Friday and you know it's 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 a big company and I'm sure that um, you know Jeremy's um, corollary on meetings applies here too. The more people you have involved in something, the less productive it is because you end up with hierarchy and and you know. Yep. Filling out your TPS reports and whatever. Yep. Does agree. anybody else have this image of a whole bunch of coders running across an open field, like screaming, "I want my freedom! I want my open source!" No, <laughs> no, but I do now. So, what do You're you welcome. think? <clears throat> Let's move on a little bit. Um, I know Eric, you had the original Transformer. Uh, what do you think about ASUS delaying the update, uh, the ice cream sandwich update for them? Waiting till even perhaps March. Hmm? Are you glad you got rid of it? Uh, yeah, that's a bummer. I I don't know. I'm on the fence. I really love my Prime. Like it's it's light. You know, I think that it's you know the the keyboard and the layout's nicer. But I do I do like some things about the original Transformer. And if I still had it, I think I, I would be a little irritated uh, at you know them delaying it again. But I'm. I'm guessing that they don't want to have another incident like they've had with the Transformer, all of the uh, the issues. With so the, maybe the that's, Prime, that's shall probably we, a big part of it. Shall we take a, a quick jaunt over to the XDA uh, thread about this? I believe the page <laughs> oh, no. count. Jeremy's so happy about this right oh, now. Oh, Jeremy loves this. Hold on. <laughs> Jeremy is drinking. It's 117. <laughs> 117. I'm just saying, man. We have people. Well, you know, I'm one of the one of the things that I'm really missing though is the the unlock bootloader. Uh, I mean, didn't didn't uh, Asus promise that like um, before the end of February, and we're about halfway through. So, I I don't know. They really need to they really need to get on that. If they miss that deadline too, I think people are really going to start getting even more pissed off. Yeah, it's it's ugly. I'm I'm glad I did a factory reset and it fixed. I gotta tell you this. I do you know that the adapter of the Transformer Prime, like you can slide the front piece apart from the adapter itself. Did you know that? I took a picture of it. Not if you, on mine. Anymore. I did. I knew that. It, I didn't know that. And so somehow in the comings and goings of me plugging this thing in and taking it to work and stuff. The 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 face of it got slid off just a little bit, and so I'm here one night and just freaking out, right? Because the prime won't charge. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me! So now the battery's broken or something. I've I read on the forums that some people were having problems that it, their their primes weren't charging and stuff, and so I finally do a factory reset on it because I'm just I've had it, right? I got forty percent battery life left. I better do something. And I've, that didn't work, and finally I just I get frustrated. And I just leave it, and I'm looking at the cord and the the plug, and I see that it's off, and I'm like, what the heck? And so I slid it back, and it it charged again. But the factory reset fixed the YouTube app, and so it plays YouTube videos now without crashing, which is cool. Did you contribute back to the community and uh, post a note saying, "Hey, assholes, make sure that your yeah. thing's not you know." Because I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, that's my bad. I guess mine's not doing that. <laughs> but here's a picture of what I'm talking about because it's hard to describe. It's on my groovy Matt Twitter. You can see it. 
what I'm talking about. But why would they make it like that? Like, why? What is the purpose of that thing sliding completely off? I don't understand. I don't know. Maybe they're going to make an adapter for it for something else. I have no idea. (laughs) Maybe. Hmm. But so, oh, um, the people that aren't getting ice cream sandwich on their their devices. So some of you might be curious and, and asking, well, why does that even matter? You can only get Google Chrome beta on your Android 4.0 and greater device. And I have to tell you, dudes, Chrome beta is so amazing. I don't even know why. It's it's just it's great. I want it. And it syncs with all your stuff. Oh man, it is phenomenal. I I can look at any pages back and forth and it's it's so great. And I I do feel for the people that don't have an ICS device. It's that good. Can you guys think of any reason why this would not be the default browser going forward? Like why they would keep, you know, browser and Chrome? Yeah, it will be. Maybe, well, check this out. What about for the sole reason of the other browsers and they don't want to have a Microsoft problem with Internet Explorer like what happened with that? Can you see that happening? If they're like, here's Chrome and it blows everything else away, so there goes Dolphin, there goes Skyfire, whatever, there goes all your other browsers, and now they own it. It comes with each installation of Android. It's almost identical to what Microsoft was doing, right? Or am I off? Yeah, but it would uh, be, but they would have to prove that they were using that to bully the market. Uh, and and create an antitrust issue. It's not going to be an antitrust issue to to make the default browser better. Well, that's my point. Then it's not going to be the the big consequence that Microsoft had. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. You know the reason why the reason why Microsoft got in trouble was that they were saying that Internet Explorer was a integral part of Windows, and that's why they had to be bundled together. That's why they worked better, and that's why they'd taken over so much of the market share. I the see. irony being, I, for once in my life, I actually am not unsatisfied with that explanation. I think that building a web browser on the same technology that you build your file explorer does make a lot of sense if you can pull it off. I don't think they pulled it off very well, but from a technological standpoint, I see where they were going with that. Sure. So I don't actually think that they were intending to cause bullying in the market, I think it was a side effect. And I think they got caught doing it, and they didn't take enough steps early enough in the game to prevent that from happening in the first place. Mm. I can see that. I just I just want to play with it. I just think it, you know. Right. <laughs> Once have again, you guys tried to remove the browser? I mean, is it is it as integral as Internet Explorer is where you just can't get rid of it? Uh, I don't I know. So. That's a good question. Let's find out. I, I think the only thing that's tied into it is search. Well, um, it might break search. You know, guys, another reason, you know, Eric, I said that they for sure will integrate it. Um, but, you know, I could also see them not. <laughs> I may have to rethink that because they might keep it as a Google app. You know what I mean? And not as built in because they might want that's another way they control ecosystem a little bit, right? Is in order to be in order to get the Google apps, you have to be like an approved partner or something like that, or follow these rules. And um, having Chrome within those is, is another sort of uh, carrot that they can dangle in front of the manufacturers in order to sort of keep them in line. Even though it's an open source, you know, open source operating system, those Google apps, the Google apps package or whatever, is sort of um, yeah. it can be a bigger and bigger carrot, you know. You can keep Chrome in there. Well, the other thing is, is really there's a difference point. between well, there's a difference between integral, meaning built in, unable to be separated, and dist- and installed by default. Well, here, check this out: a browser 4.0.2. You can disable it, but you can't uninstall it. I mean, I'm not rooted or anything, so this is your normal experience. So, just saying. <laughs> Let's uh, let's no, move I on. That, I mean, you know, instead, it, just because it's there by default, 
wouldn't mean that it had to be integrated into the browser. Part of, part yeah. of the problem with uh, the antitrust suit that uh, Microsoft got in trouble with was that you couldn't really remove the software. Sure. It wasn't just that it was installed by default. You couldn't really strip it out if you tried. If Google Chrome is installed by default on Android, but you can strip it out, I doubt that that's going to be as big of a problem as many people would think. Yeah. So, you know, Joey, take your little nook. So, and remove the browser, and let's see if it kills your device. Let's see how well it works. <laughs> I mean, I'm what's good. the worst that's going to happen? You'll lose your candle. Oh, man. That would be a shame. Hey, hey that's don't a, make fun of the candle. That is a shame. Uh, let's talk about the <laughs> Galaxy Note for a sec. What do you guys think of the oversized, the idea of uh, um, uh, getting rid of the tablet and getting rid of your phone and just having a big phone or a small tablet? Is that purposeful? Is that helpful? Jeremy? You know, going from my Droid 1 and my Droid 2 to my Droid X, you know, the 3.5 to the 4.3-inch screen, it, it completely changes the way I use the phone. It does, so right? So going up a little bit more, you know, if we take if we, we accept the any portability issues, like is this going to fit in my shirt pocket or however I want to carry it, I can see that that's going to make it that much better, you know, rather than squinting to see something or, or, or whatever. It you know, drives us that much further to that notion of completely portable, versatile computing, which, you know, as we said before, is what we, what everyone, regardless of their, their technical uh, persuasion wants. Well, and I think we're there if you, uh, let's say you get rid of this and just go something nice and small with a decent screen that's quad core that has the capability to run a full screen keyboard mouse like the idea of the atrix but done better you know like i I think something like that would be perfect you have the processing power here and you're just piping it to a terminal that you can you know do everything there was a a video on youtube i think of a a guy with a galaxy nexus that he had it going on a a full-size computer screen you know like a big widescreen with a keyboard with a mouse and he was using it like a desktop computer I think the the more we get to, you know, quad-core devices and things like that that can run, uh, you know, a fair amount of decent multitasking without stepping all over itself, I think we'll we'll be there. And that's exciting. I, I like that. That's cool. You know what's not cool? Google Wallet getting its butt just handed to it twice, by the way. You remember when we first mentioned that it was kind of sad that when we the Verizon Nexus came out, there was no Google Wallet, and then you were like, the, the next day, basically, they were like, hey, you can get it if you do this. And there was just something unsettling about using, you know, hacked software where your money's involved. And now we see that that, that was the case (laughs) and basically you can get your pin from like an app that runs it and cracks it in like two seconds because of these exploits on both rooted and unrooted android phones so that's that sucks it's such a cool idea but yeah i don't know maybe not yet not yet thoughts we'll get there soon right yeah yeah, it's coming. You gotta have a few Bitcoin flops before, like the 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 main, you know, the main dish. I mean, it's it's the it's the internet equivalent of evolution. Exactly. Stuff's gonna die. Exactly. It has to. How else do you evolve? I mean, you know. Right. So, uh, let's see. What else? Do you guys? What, did you see this article about how? Yeah, sure, Android's fragmented, but it doesn't really matter to you, the end user. Which is a good point, I think, because you're you're going to go and get whatever is there at the time, so it doesn't matter how fragmented it is, because to that person, you have what's there at that time. And they don't care. Well, that's what I was saying about uh, people wanting their devices to work and, and exactly. how... Yeah. Because there's so many devices out there, even the oldest versions of Android that are still in use still have a huge number of users, so it's still worth developing and still worth supporting. The problem is when they see an ad or a commercial for an app and they go to try and get that app on their old device and it doesn't work and they're like, huh, what the heck? That's where I can see it. 
Yeah, I mean, you raise a valid point, but I mean, one of the reasons why, for instance, Windows has been uh, so successful in rolling out new versions is that they discontinue support for the old ones, which forces upgrades. But no one's discontinuing support for older Android versions. They're just not coming out with new devices. Right. So eventually, those older devices will die uh, physically or be upgraded or whatever, and the numbers will wane. But for the short term, you're still going to find 2.3 and 2.4 uh, devices running around because there's enough of them out there that it's worth maintaining. Yep, yep. Yeah, I every time somebody brings up fragmentation nowadays, like I feel like it's it's become... It doesn't mean anything anymore. It's just become a buzzword for people that want to that want to knock on Android, but they really have no idea what they're what they're even talking about. They're like in the, in the I high mean, the school. Point, uh, the point here is probably very valid. They're just trying to look cool to their Apple ahead, friends, Matt. and they're just like, "Yeah, you're all fragmented and stuff." Ah, <laughs> good one. Nice, nice. Burn. Well, I was having I was having a conversation with somebody um, about sort of like the you know, iOS versus Android stuff. And that argument came up. It was just like, yeah, well, you know, Apple only has one version that they have to do, and Android's so fragmented. And I'm like, what does that even mean? Do you even understand, like, why that would be a problem? Yeah. I I don't know. It's it's just become a pet peeve. I Whenever I see fragmentation in an article, I just want to, I just want to move past it. It's like that, that, well, that pe- jelly bean article. Uh yeah. Yeah, people are parrots. You know, you know though, although, although, oh, sorry, Matt, were you going to say something? No, just people are parrots, that's all. Oh, I was going to say, um, Eric, I totally agree with you, except for the part where, you know, if I'm, if I pay attention to Android at all, and then I, um, I have, you know, gingerbread right now, and I want, uh, ice cream sandwich, you know what I mean? Like, that's annoying to me. And it's like creates bad feelings towards Google. You know what I mean, or not at Google, but Motorola or, or whoever it is, you know, this whole operating system. And um, whereas Apple doesn't have to deal with that because everyone gets the newest system. I mean, I think, I don't know, does the, does the first iPhone have the newest? Maybe not. Maybe at least two or three. No, they, they stop supporting. They end of life, those things. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still two or three generations back, right? I mean, certainly it'll last your whole two-year contract. I mean, they, they'll do that at least. Um, so that's my only problem is that they, it does create some bad feelings. You know, And then the, this Amazon thing too, this weird other weird fragmentation. Um, as long as – I mean, as long as the app's still working across you know, all, this, all the different versions, it's probably okay, or at least most of the versions. That's what's really but it, it is annoying for these people to have to be like, when am I going to get ice cream sandwich or whatever? And, yeah. I, and I and I totally I agree with that. I guess though, when I think of, like I I see that as a, a failure for manufacturers to upgrade, but that doesn't seem to be the legitimate fragmentation argument. The fragmentation arguments that I see that are somewhat legitimate are when it comes to developing for the for the uh, platform, that you know, that this is what Google is trying to they're trying to help with, which is to you know make it to where you don't have to code so many versions to support all these different devices. Um, but I, I think that when people make the talk about like fragmentation, I, I feel like it's a weak argument most of the time. Mo- basically, they're saying, oh, there's there's too many choices. Why do you have so many choices? I only have one, and I'm so happy, and blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> yeah, can no, you no, tell no, that I'm irritated today? No, that's for no, real, though. That's for real, for sure. Let's talk about some more choices. We got a couple cool quad-core phones coming out. Uh, HTC's got one called the One X. Is that... The One X, huh? I don't know how I feel about these naming conventions anymore. It's, it's. Tired. Well, isn't One X like? Was there a convention? What's interesting is that there's a search button on there. See that? So what's up there? You guys not uh not down with the three button ICS or what? Yeah. I'm taking a look at this. It's pretty. But does it make? Is it kind of weird? Like. Like, when I see that name, like, when I think of One X, I think of, like, when I have really, really bad internet service on my phone. Exactly, and it right? Pops up as One X. Is that what or you really want? It makes me really bad. It, <laughs> it, makes, it makes me feel like this phone is just so slow. I'm on One X. That sucks. It looks like you should pl- 
there should be a, an electrical outlet on the face of it, and you plug it in, and it's a Wi-Fi repeater. Yes, right? Holy crap, this thing is ugly. That's <sighs> what the Good whole... Lord, my, my bits just came through, and <laughs> this was a waste, I think. It's shiny. It's definitely shiny. And then did you see the the LG X3? Uh, what's it, up with the X in the names? The whole, the whole like HTC is in a they're in a downward spiral, man. Like they came out with some great phones, um, and then it's like they they've you know they've been having just terrible quarters the last two or three quarters. This is quad core it, love. This is just blowing away your device, all your devices. <laughs> Is it possible that the HTC brand name is just not latching on with consumers? No, that's not it at all. What it is is that their phones are thick and ugly, and they're not very good. Like what? Like what? What? What have they had a competitive phone in the past? I mean, the Droid Incredible was amazing, and then the um, Evo 3D, 3G, not 3D, the Evo 4G. I'm sorry, or whatever. Yeah, I think that's the uh, one my boss has, and he likes it. It's it's. I don't know. It's kind of like a Galaxy Nexus, but it's a lot bulkier. It feels like. Yeah, well, those Evo. You know, well, I mean, that was like years ago. The Evo, whatever. You know, that that was their big. That was one of their big breakthrough phones. And then the Incredible was really good. Um, the Incredible Two was all right, but then it's like ever since they come out with these other phones, they just haven't. They haven't been impressive. You know, there's nothing like the Galaxy Nexus <sighs> or. Uh, I guess Motorola is almost the same, but now, but Motorola has a Razor, right? Which is at least different and impressive in some senses. Uh, HTC, they just haven't come out with anything recently. Is that's it been... is it because they don't have a tablet out? Do they need a tablet, and that would be that would make it? They they do. They have the flyer, right? Is that yeah? And that Which really that that was great. It actually, doesn't look that bad. Is that competitive? Look uh, at that pin. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's like a one point five gigahertz single core. I like it. That actually looked in- interesting to me a little bit, but. Hmm. Um, it's not a tag. I, I don't know. I'm just worried that HTC, if they don't come out with like a thin, if this phone isn't a lot thinner than it looks and it's not, you know, some sweet phone, I'm worried that they're not going to be able to compete here. But we'll see. Yeah, Especially this is like the Android phone design from like two years ago. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the other thing that they can do is go for the cheap low end of the market and sell a bajillion of them at a lower margin. But they're not. This is all. This is all. High. I mean, HTC has made the move to this high end, you know, which which they were succeeding with for a while. The Droid Incredible sold a ton. I mean, that was a huge phone. Uh, was and that, that was a top high of the end? market phone for a while? Was that high end though? I feel like yeah, that was that was the everybody yeah, started with the with the three D, right? Well, or the the Evil Four G, and then they had the three D like a six months after that or whatever. So. Flood it with more devices. They should, somebody should for real just come in and be like, all right, listen, every manufacturer, you get three devices each, and that's it. Figure it out. Just for the, for the environment, you know, (laughs) for the environment. It is weird that, is this this an ice cream sandwich phone, as they say on here? Matt, did you read that or not? Which one? The LG? The one with the search button, does it have an ice cream sandwich on it? Uh, it said... The HTC phone? No, it didn't say what was on it. So that may, be, that may not be an ice cream sandwich on it. Tegra 3 Quad Core, so I would imagine it's going to be ICS. But who knows? Yeah, I mean, people sometimes they're still putting out a lot of systems for a Seth, long time. You're still, you sound... He's Cylonning. Is that what that is? Weird. The, <clears throat> that's what Leo calls it. It's, I know. You've been plugged in for they use exactly 50, one hour in. 55 so minutes or something, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm Cyloning? Yes, yeah. unplug and plug in again. By your command. It's 50 minutes. All right, well, let's uh, – was there any other stories you guys wanted to talk about before we do app picks? App picks. Have you guys written anything? Have you guys been writing or anything, uh, Eric? Uh, I, I have something that should be coming out in the next week that's pretty cool that I'll just tease. So, oh. you know, keep looking at Groovy and, and uh, a new domain. Cool. Right. Hello. I'm excited. Can we get any more than that? What? Yes. More. Can can you tell us any more than that, Eric? No. 
Uh, it, I, I will say it has, let's just say it has something to do with gaming on your tablet, and I'll leave it at that. Uh-oh. Okay, nice. Gaming on your tablet. Oh, my God. That's right. Anyone else writing anything? Joey? No, I, I'm uh, in the process of switching jobs, and uh, oh, yes. it has been a very, very rough couple of weeks. Jeremy? Um, yeah, I just had a post go up at, at Groovy. It's not Android-related, but it's um, basically a start-from-scratch guide on deploying Microsoft installer packages with Windows Server. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Got some good gotten some good feedback. I'm proud of it. Very cool. All right. Actually, that's the only thing that I've had go live recently. I guess yeah. I got to write more. Got to get on it. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, had some cool updates. Google Voice came out with an update that makes it just look really nice. Just all icy. Yeah, S-E. for sure. Um, like we mentioned earlier, Chrome Beta. That's just for ICS. Uh, Facebook app got an update, which is making it a little smoother, a little, little quicker on the, the refresh, if you will. Uh, Google Maps got updated too, which is pretty pretty helpful. They had uh, some some speed improvements, some stability, and I noticed today. I don't. This blew my mind uh, when I went. I was messing with latitude. I went to check in, and now there's a whole point system and like a game for certain places. I guess. I don't know. Have you guys seen that? Is that it? No. It looked new. I don't know. No, I haven't seen that. No, I never really used Latitude. So, oh, really? Um, if you guys use but... Latitude, like, use it to check in and, and tell me if you if you guys see that. It might just be getting rolled out or something, but it's pretty cool. It hmm. kind of encourages you to, to check in more, I guess. So I don't know if that's a good thing. I, I like how it keeps track of mileage. I think it's interesting because I drive for a living, so, like, that mileage is just out of control. Just kind of looking back on life, like, man, you drove a lot. Good times. Yeah. All right. Uh. So yeah, that's it. Good updates. Good. Good everything. Uh. App picks. App picks. Jeremy. Yeah. So, um, a lot of people know my my favorite social media app is Buffer. I absolutely love Buffer. It's a great program, and it's actually one of the few things I pay for. I pay like ten bucks a month for it. It allows me to schedule tweets. So I don't bombard people with too many tweets in too short a period of time and helps me make sure I'm tweeting constantly and building up my following and and whatnot. And there's a really cool Android app that is free that I believe will still even work with the free buffer account if you don't pay for it. And it allows you to throw things into your buffer queue. Uh, you can do some rearranging, make sure, you know, arrange the order. Uh, you don't get quite the full experience that you do from the Buffer website, but um, for a mobile app for something like this, I'm actually really impressed with it. Nice. What does uh, Buffer cost, Jeremy, roughly? Uh, Ten bucks a month, and what it, the big thing it, it, bring, it gives you. Uh, with the free account, you can have up to ten tweets in your queue. Uh, and it, actually, it'll do Facebook, too. I don't use it for that, though, but... Um, and when you pay the 10 bucks, you can go up to 50 and you can set the schedule. You don't get control over the schedule in the free version. Um, and they so act- what, it just like tweets on like every two hours or something. No, it's like uh, four times a day at certain times. Um, and they actually have a, a partner company that will analyze your Twitter traffic. It takes like a day to do this and it'll tell you, here's the times that you should be tweeting for maximum exposure based on your followers. Huh. It's actually incredible. Um, Have you noticed had, an increase in like interaction or followers or what? Absolutely. Tremendous. Hmm. Good stuff. Well, it's nice to know that there's something out there to make sure that people are listening. <laughs> yeah. It actually sends agents to their homes and like ties them to chairs and is like, listen to this! Listen to this podcast! <laughs> it does. It does that. Oh, awesome. All right. Uh, Eric, app pick? Yes. Um, so I don't know if you guys like to play board games, but um, there's a cool board game uh, called Settlers of Catan. Yes. And, oh, see, Jeremy knows what I'm talking about. I feel like well, you they did have this before. Is that just me? Did I? I don't know. If I did, then you know what? Go out and buy it again because it's <laughs> awesome. Right. 
but uh, but yeah, it's it's just an awesome game. It's three ninety nine. Um, you know, you should get out there and download it and and play it because it's uh, actually pretty fun. And um, yeah, sorry if I did this already. <laughs> Maybe I'm hallucinating. I don't know. It's a possibility. That that's a that is a possibility. All right, uh, Joey. This week, I am copping out and going with what I picked for the Android app of the day. What was this? Yesterday on a new domain. Uh, no, sorry, two days ago on the new domain. This is Pinball Deluxe Freeware. Uh, and I got to say, it's actually, for a free app, it has a lot of good gameplay. Um, and on the Nook, in particular, with the larger size of the screen, it's you really get a feel like you actually are playing pinball. Totally free in the Android and Amazon markets. Joey, does it support uh, like the accelerometer? Like, can you bump the, the table? Um, give me a second. Let that me would see. be awesome. That would be awesome. Let me see. Let me see. Hold on. I'm bringing it up now. Um, it's not, but then again, I just remember the Nook doesn't have accelerometer. <laughs> oh, yeah. There it is. Awesome. Yeah, so it's not working, Jeremy, but not oh, much. <laughs> Pinball Deluxe <laughs> free. All right. Yeah. Uh, All of a sudden, cool. I just look less like a pinball wizard than I did a few minutes ago. That's all right. Good stuff. Uh, my picks Evernote. I think it's great because Google Docs uh, for Android is just horrendous if you have to edit. So what you do, get Evernote on your tablet or your phone and put it on your laptop or your computer. And so when you're on the go, you can edit your notes. And then when you get home, it's right there on your desktop and you can copy it into a Google Doc. And there you go, because that's how I have to do everything. So Evernote. Boom. Thank you, guys. Anything else before we wrap this up? Oh, Matt, you totally missed me. Seth, <laughs> you were so quiet. I forgot you were still wow. here. <laughs> kind of a jerk move. Wow. <laughs> Seth, this had better be a really good app. Wait, Jeremy, was it a jerk, jerk move on my part? Or both on of you. You're that? both jerks. I'm just saying, look at the <laughs> doc. Look at the doc. Fight. Listen. Only, there can only be one. Listen. Look okay. At, um, look mine at the is, doc. Mine is a... Is it's a not for ice cream sandwich. It's a movie player called QQ Player because ice cream, at least mine, can't play AVIs um, just straight out of the box, I guess, <laughs> straight out, straight out of the ROM. So, and then I downloaded a couple other ones, but none of them would play them. But this QQ Player plays AVIs really nicely. So, you know, I I noticed Mobo Player too it is a good one. To it'll play like over the network and stuff, and it'll play AVIs, which is key. Undrm'd AVI love. Goods. It looks really nice. I fell asleep the other night with like watching TV shows, episodes of random TV shows on my tablet on the Prime. It was key. Life was good for like an hour and a half there. It was fun. All right, so thank you guys. As thank always, you. every Thursday, great episodes. AttackoftheAndroids.com. You guys got anything you want to plug? BufferOverflowShow.com, recording on Tuesday nights. Nice. What, Eric? Oh, I, I have nothing to plug. I'm I'm plugless. Nice. Sorry. Jeremy. <laughs> um, I teach Taekwondo uh, many Wednesdays, and I think everyone <laughs> should come to a class. <laughs> Do you really teach Taekwondo? Yeah. Show at really? attackoftheandroids.com. If you guys want, you can leave us a message at 406 204 4687, of course. Uh, follow I'm the also Twitter. teaching class <laughs> on hair design. Next semester, <laughs> you, anyone can register. Seth's hair at gmail.com. That's a real thing. It's on Google. We hang out every now and then. All right. Well, Did thanks for listening. Did you notice the invite that I sent out for the show that we didn't do on Monday and I included Seth's hair? Yes, I saw that. Okay. I, it I, told me that it appreciated it. I smiled on the inside. It was nice. I cherish these times once a week when we get to come together and do this. And we're going to each we're going to start doing this every every time before the show. We're doing a little hangout on Google Plus. So, circle us if you want to be invited to that. And we're going to start doing Hangout Podcasts. It's going to be fun.
So check that out. Attackoftheandroids.com. Look at our site. And we'll catch you guys next week. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> You've been listening to Attack of the Androids. Check us out online at attackoftheandroids.com.